what's up everybody it's dan greer with leading from the middle of the pack and i am stoked to have you here today today like it's, it's been a crazy week for me i don't know if you've been following me at all on facebook or something like that but like the day that i'm recording this like i literally just got back from this crazy awesome business accelerator it was put on by kevin o'leary up in provo utah took a super awesome customer with us up there to go with us um adam from studs lumber was with us there recorded a podcast while we were up there did a whole bunch of lives and then um like yesterday we took off, I got out of had a meeting with my developers, took up, got off, got up in the air, flying our own plane, right? And um, flew from Provo to Page, Arizona. We stopped there to use the restroom because, you know, little planes don't have a spot to pee in them. It's not like a big commercial plane. And uh, well, I, I needed to pee. So we stopped at Page, like Lake Powell. It was super beautiful to stop there. Took off from there, headed to Albuquerque, hit a little bit of rough air going to Albuquerque. Nothing too bad, just... A little bit of dancing on the pedals, stuff like that. And then made to Albuquerque, and then I flew from Albuquerque to Farmington. My wonderful, beautiful wife picked me up. And then she, uh, we, we were like, almost, we were, we just left town. And she goes, what do you want me to bring those forms for? And I was like, oh, man, I got to go drop those off. And so we turned around, went back, met a customer that was in Farmington, dropped off the forms, had a great conversation with them, answered some of their questions, and uh, came home. So it's been like this crazy week. And I know you're like, Dan. Usually you start this podcast with being like, hey, here's what we're going to cover. This is what we're going to into. But I want you to know, like, I have all this energy still, even though it's been like a completely draining week, not to mention like everything that's been going on in business and in life and our team change and everything like that. It's just crazy. But like, you've got to have energy and you've got to have this like growth mindset. And so today I'm here like to talk about all about developing a growth mindset and like continuous learning as somebody who's leading from the middle of the pack. All right. Now, I'm gonna cue theme song. Don't go away, I'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick, these are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Sweet! So glad you guys are still here. I know that was a crazy long intro, but it's like awesome. Like, I've got a lot going on. I want you to kind of know about where I'm at, where I'm coming from, and like what's going on, and, and, and like the fact that I still have the, a, a ton of energy today, right? Like, I'm not just energetic for this. I'm energetic like all day long. Okay, and I've actually got a lot going on today as well. Like my schedule is jam packed, and for some people, they're like, "Ah, oh, well, that's, that's, that's nothing, right?" Like I'm busier than you all day. Yeah, you are busier than me. I'm not that busy. Like there's a lot of people who are busier than me. I'm thinking about people that like I look up to, and I can't imagine how busy they are compared to me. But I hate the word busy. Okay, I can't imagine how much they have going on and how well they handle it compared to how little I have going on and how I handle it, and how little other people have going on and how horrible they handle it because they don't have this growth mindset. Okay. And, and I explained this the other day with like a wine sack through a Bible and through like biblical versions. It's like where if you put more fluid in it, it's going to expand a balloons the same way. Right? So if you fill up a balloon, you know, to get started when you first, when you first go to fill up a balloon, how hard is it to first blow up that balloon? It takes a lot of pressure to get that balloon to begin to stretch. Right. And then, and then what happens? Then you get to a certain size and you're like, oh, I can't keep blowing up as fast as I was because what's going to happen? It's going to pop. Like we get scared of it popping, right? Because we know what's coming because we've popped balloons before. 
<laughs> okay? So then we start blowing in slower, and then slower, and then slower, and then slower. And did you know, like, balloons are crazy. It's, it's super crazy that you can blow a balloon up really, 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 really big as long as you do it slow. Growth mindset is the same way. If you come in, you're like, Dan, I'm going to read 50 books this year, and I'm going to enact all 50 books that I read, and it's going to be phenomenal. You know what's going to happen? You're going to get overload, and you're going to shut down, and you're not going to handle it very well. But if you come in, you go, Dan, I'm going to read four books this quarter. That's doable. If you go from reading one book a year to reading four books a quarter, that's huge, right? And make sure your books are like growth mindset, not just like pleasure books, right? Mix them up in there. Make sure you got some good ones. For me, pleasure is growth mindset. <laughs> like I pleasure read Russell Brunson books and like Tony Robbins books and how to think and grow rich and rich dad, poor dad, and you know, how to win friends and influence people. Like that's pleasure reading for me because it, I'm, I'm weird, but like I'm, I'm a leadership nerd to say the least, like I, I never thought I'd call myself a nerd, but yeah, I am. I'm like a leadership nerd, a DOT nerd, and like this super guru dude and all this stuff. But my point is, is like, if, if you come in and you say you're gonna do something and you start doing it way too fast, it's just gonna, it's gonna explode and then you're gonna revert back. Then you gotta start all over again because you exploded, you blew it up too fast and you exploded. And so growth is a lot of the same way. You've gotta actually kind of ease into it, right? So I'm gonna give you some tips today to like ease in to growth. Are you guys ready for these? These tips are super awesome. They're really informative. I've got them written down, okay? That way I don't forget because if you know me, I'm not a script guy. If you can't tell, it's like squirrel, shiny object. Oh, where's Dan gonna go today? I don't know, <laughs> but like, that's me, okay? So, so I wrote these down so I could have some key points to kind of talk about. So. The first thing I wanna talk about is like embracing challenges and mistakes. And I think that's one of the things that like a lot of people, they get kind of down on themselves about is because when you're in a leadership role, it's like, oh, I can't make mistakes. I have to be perfect. Oh, nobody's gonna like me if I'm not perfect. Oh, nobody's gonna like me if I make this mistake. Oh, this challenge is oh, whatever, you know what I mean? I gotta tell you like me personally as a leader, so, so like I look at myself and I go, man, I've got nothing on the people that I look up to. You know, and I, I could list like 20 people that I look up to that for leaders that are ahead of where I'm at in life, because I'm always aspiring to be better than what I am. And when I finally get to that, you know, $8 billion a year mark, <laughs> then I'm going to be like, oh, who could I look to next? Who makes $100 billion a year, right? So, so like there's, there's always looking up to somebody as huge as well, but, but it's like embracing challenges. And I think one of the things that you've got to remember is like life is challenging. There's challenges that comes up and, and you've got two options. Okay. What does Tony Robbins say about everything in life? And, and him and I agree, we're on the same page. He says that everything happens to you. Now everything happens for you, not to you. Okay. And I'm, I'm my simplified version, everything happens for a reason. The good Lord knows why everything happens. Like Everything happens for a reason. It's to improve you. It's to make you better. If you're going through a financial hardship, it's so that you can overcome that. If you're going through a spot where you didn't get a promotion and somebody else said, maybe it's so you change jobs. Maybe it's so you learn something from it. But I look at every situation, I go, what can I learn from this? Right? Whenever I get a challenge, I go, okay, I'm supposed to learn something. What am I supposed to learn? How do I do this? What do I do? How do I make it better? That's it. That's what I do. Okay. Now, now, a lot of people, they look at challenges and they go, oh, I'm in this financial hardship. Oh, crap. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. And they just melt and they can't handle it. And it's because their energy 
where focus goes, energy flows. If I focus on the negative, if I focus on the fact that I don't have any money, I'm going to be broke as heck forever. If I focus on the fact that I don't have any money, but I know how to get it, if I stop focusing on it, I don't have it, but that it's coming in, then guess what's going to happen? It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me in droves. Just It just rolls in. But whenever I focus on, when I focus on the lack of, instead of the abundance of, I don't ever see the checks come in the mail. But when I'm focusing on the abundance of it, checks just like, it's like raining checks on me that I get to deposit, right? F financially, okay? Now I'm saying that because a lot of people can relate to money. I'm not, I'm not telling you that for any other reasons other than the fact that like, I go through these struggles too. I'm, I'm human. I'm just like you, right? Now, making mistakes. I think that embracing mistakes is huge. So one of the things that I've really learned is that like, mistakes are made by everyone. Whether you make $10 a year or $10 billion a year, you make mistakes. It's how you handle those mistakes and the way you treat yourself afterwards. Now, me personally, super, super hard on myself. Somebody makes, I, I make a mistake and all of a sudden it's like, boom. Um, I, why did I do this? And I start coming down on myself like really, really hard. And what I found out is it's like, I, I've actually learned to tell myself that like, hey, Everybody makes mistakes. It's not a big deal. How do I fix it? Don't focus on the mistake. Focus on the solution. And we've talked about this. There's been other podcasts. It's been in other places. If you don't focus on the solution, you can't fix it. Where energy goes, where focus goes, energy flows. I can't even say it right, man. Where, energy, where focus goes, energy flows. What you focus on is where your energy is going to go. If you focus on the mistake, if you focus on the, I can't figure out how to do this permit. If you focus on the, I hired somebody and didn't fire them quick enough. If you focus on, I let this person make mistakes for so long. If you focus on, I bought this and I shouldn't have, instead of a solution, your, your energy, everything is going to be devoted toward that negativity. So you, you, like mindset is everything. Okay. It's mindset. It's developing that growth mindset. It's getting yourself ready to go with that. And it's like knowing that it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Don't focus on the mistake. Focus on the solution. And that's what sets me apart. So like, I got to call this morning for my man, Sam. Sam's super awesome. Sam, if you're listening to this, I want you to know how awesome you are and how much I appreciate you. But I got to call you out on this. So he called me like six times yesterday and I told him this morning. So he knows like a cat in a snowstorm, right? Yeah, just imagine a cat in a snowstorm. He's the one that gave me this analogy. Absolutely love it. Use it all the time. Huge shout out to Sam for the cat in a snowstorm analogy. Anyways, and I'm flying. I'm flying the plane, right? And so I can't answer the phone. It's not like I'm sitting in the back and like, the phone's ringing, I can answer it, and it's a private plane. It's like I'm literally like flying the pain the whole time, okay? And so I can't answer it. And I land, and I don't have any service, and so I call him, and I'm able to get like just, just like one call in for like 20 seconds, and then it ends, okay? And he, he's like all frantic about stuff. And then I called him this morning after I got back in last night, got done with what I was doing. He called me, we chatted through some stuff while I was doing some other stuff. I was like, man, I'm working on something else, but I can totally talk to you while I'm doing this. I just might be a little distracted. He's like, okay. So we worked through it and we got some stuff going. He's like, man, I just need the night off. I was like, take the night off. But it's like six o'clock. No big deal. So he took the night off and then I called him this morning, shot an email and I was like, hey, call me when you get a chance. And so he's like, hey, got your message. Just call me when you get a chance. No big deal. So I, I called him and we started chatting about it. And, and you know how long it took us to get these figured out once we like the permit issue that we were dealing with, like everything. We had like 20 issues yesterday. It took us less than 10 minutes because we approached it with the mindset of the solution not the problem. Makes sense? 
Look for the solution, not the problem. All right, now the next step is to seek feedback from others. Now I gotta give Sam another huge shout out on this because he totally seeks feedback. And I'm the same way, like I wanna know how I'm doing wrong, I wanna know how I'm doing right. I got an email this morning from somebody and they're like, hey Dan, I got your annual inspection stickers. Guess what, there's a typo on them. And I'm like, oh crap, that totally sounds like me. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, yeah, that's, what? No way. No, let me check. Let me go check this out right now and like go look at it. No, there's totally a typo. There's the, the company that printed them. I sent them to them correctly. They reworked the, reworked the text. They changed an I to an, or an A to an I. No big deal. It's not the end of the world. Nobody else is going to notice. She caught it. It's great. You know what? I had two options. I could be like, oh man, just, uh, just like, uh, I don't care. Right. Or I could be like, oh man, thank you for catching that. I can accept their feedback, right? Thank you for catching that. I will fix it on the next printing 100%. Now, am I going to go throw away a thousand stickers that I print? No, I'm going to use them, right? But but the point is, is like I make mistakes, but I also seek feedback. I want to know how I can get better. I want to know how I can improve. Sam's the same way. So is Gail. Everybody on my team is absolutely awesome about seeking feedback. They don't want to just like set it and forget it, be done. They want to seek feedback as to like how to get better. Okay, that's what they want. All right, now the next thing is, is you gotta set goals and track them. Now I've done a whole thing on this. I actually have a whole course on goal setting. If you're interested in this course, you should like hit me up, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, find me, go to my website, do like, Dan, I want your goal setting course, give it to me now. And I'll be like, okay, here it is. And like, give it to you. But anyways, like setting goals is huge. And, and, and they're it, like literally built a whole course on setting goals. And, and I taught you in that course, what I do. It's, it's that good. It's that great. And I'm telling you that like when I set a goal, I achieve that goal or I pivot to achieve a goal similar to it. And I understand when to quit chasing goals. And I teach you all that in that course. Now, I'm not telling you this to be like, go get that course. What I'm telling you is because like I can't explain to you in this podcast how to set goals. I can tell you all about it. But there's literally like six hours of content in this course about setting goals and it's so 100% worth going through because like, it's the stuff that I use. And, and literally, I set a goal to get a pilot's license in a year, and I did it in eight months. I set a goal to make blank and blank in the business within a year, and I did it in six months. I set a goal to have this much growth, and I did it within this month, right? Like, I teach people how to take their goals, set good goals, not crappy goals, good goals, Nobody likes crappy goals. And then excel, become erratically imbalanced to reach that goal, get that goal, and then celebrate the win. Now, I struggle with celebrating the win. That's that's the truth. I do. Like, being open and honest and candid here, like, I, I suck at celebrating the win. I do. I, I struggle to celebrate it. And you know why? If you do, tell me. Because I'd love to know because I don't know why I suck at celebrating, but I struggle to celebrate. It's like goal, next goal, next goal, next goal, next goal, next goal. And I just keep moving forward until I'm burnt out while on the edge of burnout. And then I'm like, oh, this is how I get unburnt. And then I revitalize myself and I kind of get myself going again. But I get to that point of burnout, that point of exhaustion. And then I go, okay, now I'm good. Right? So it's so like setting goals and tracking your progress on those goals is huge. It's huge. And as a leader, you can't only do it for yourself. You got to do it for your team. You got to help other people do it as well. 
And like, yes, even on my team, I help them set goals. Hey, where do you want to be in five years? Hey, where do you want to be in a year? Hey, where do you want to be here? And not just like business goals, like personal goals. Where do you want personally? You want a new mountain bike? Let's figure it out. You want to move to Denver? Let's figure it out. You want to be in, in traveling and having my job in five years? Let's figure out how to get you there because I don't want this, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind of, not really. Anybody want my job? No, I'm just joking. Just joking. Okay. Now, the next thing is like emphasize learning and development for your team. Totally just plays with what I just said about goals, right? Like you've got to emphasize your team learning and help promote your team to learn. So if you get the opportunity to go to a live event and you're super stoked about that live event, then, and, and like you're like, oh man, so-and-so on my team gets so much out of this, I'm going to take them. And don't just think about your team, think about your clients, think about who you work with. How often are you as a leader not ready, not prepared, not willing to go out and accept somebody else as a client to go with you? because you're afraid that you're gonna drive them away by giving them too much knowledge, giving them too much information. That has never happened in all of my life. For everybody I've worked with, can you get too much information? Now you can overload somebody and you need to learn how to spread it out. But like when it comes to helping your team grow, you have to do that. You have to put them before you. You have to be like, dude, I went to this. This is gonna be awesome. You're gonna go next year. Dude, I went to this, you would kill it in this. You would learn so much from this. It would get you in the right mindset to grow. It would help you expand. It would help you be where you need to be. And that's what you've got to do. You'd be like, team, boom. But it can't be like, hey, here's what I love. Everybody has to fit in this circle or you can't work with me. That's crap. You can't do that. You got to be like, oh, man, you really like this and it benefits our company? Beautiful. You need to go right over there. Oh, you really like this and it benefits our company? Man, you need to go up here and learn about this. Do you see what I'm saying? If y'all are listening to this, you're like, man, this is a joke. I had my hands down low and hands up high. I was showing different locations that you would go to and saying that you're not going to go to the same place. Not everybody has to fit in the same circle in order to be there. Like everybody on my team, I don't want people who are just like me. I want people who are opposites of me because, oh my God, wouldn't you go crazy if you had to work with like 20 Dan's? Holy crap. All the energy. All the ideas, all the like, oh, we're going to start this. Oh, we're going to start this. Oh, right? Like it would be overwhelming. That's why I need Sam's and Gail's and Roy's and everybody else on my team that like keeps moving it forward. And, and Micaiah's and, and, and um, Rochelle's like, I need people to be like, boom, Dan, that's great. That's awesome. How do we make that happen? Or people that go out and go, oh, this is how we're going to do this. And they all come in and they all make it happen, right? They add different things to it. And so that's how you help others develop. You help them learn. That's one of the things that we do huge here, like Clips OT and everything that I work with is like making sure that other people are, are learning and have the ability to grow on the team. Like one of the questions I ask them every month is where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in six months? Where do you want to be in five years? What's your ultimate goal? What's your ultimate vision for you? What do you want to learn? What's something new you learned this week? All that stuff is stuff I ask them. Now, the last thing I'm going to say in here is, is it's the last topic I want to chat about. It's all about staying up to date on the best practices. Now, I put in here industry trends, but I think industry trends are jargon, mumbo, jumbo crap that don't really make you a great leader. I think staying up on best practices and, and I will say personal trends. And what I mean by personal trends is like you need to be aware 
of what's going on in the world without letting it affect you. Now, I'm going to repeat that one more time. You need to be aware of what's going on in the world without letting it affect you. And what I mean by that as a leader is like, let's say that somebody comes to me like as a leader, as Dan, the DOT man, as the founder of Eclipse DOT, as the creator of Dot Docs, as this person that people follow. I don't even know how big my following is, right? I don't even know how many lives I touch every day or how many lives I'm going to touch. Someday I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to be like, oh, there's like eight people that downloaded this episode. And but how many people have actually watched it at that point in time? You know what I mean? How many people will watch it over the lifetime of it? How many people can I touch? So so like I have to stay up on some of the best trends in what I'm doing. And as a leader, when let, let's just pick on Sam some more. I've been picking on him today, right? Let's say Sam calls me. He's like, dude, Dan. What do I need to know about this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you just need to know this, this, and this about it. I need to be involved with that stuff. I need to know what's going on, but I can't let it affect my life. I can't let somebody's actions that I have no control over affect my actions, affect my mood, affect me. And as a leader, that's something huge that's, like, really big to think about is, like, how do you not allow the media – Social media, news, politics, to affect your actions and attitude. As a leader, I'm not telling you to be a neutral flag. Definitely don't be a neutral flag. You need to stand for something. You need to, people need to be, like, if you don't stand for something, nobody can follow you. What, what's that? There, uh, man, I can't tell you who sang it. It was an older country song. I remember it. If you don't stand for anything, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I'd have to look at maybe Tracy Lawrence. I don't know. Somebody's going to like leave a comment on here and be like, Dan, that was so-and-so. And I'll be like, ha, you're right. Because I'm pretty good at accepting feedback. Right. But anyways, my point is, is like you, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything as a leader, you have to stand for something. And that's part of like knowing what's going on in the world, but you don't need to like be, Hey, you have to believe the same way I believe, or we can't work together or I can't help you. I work with people who don't believe politically the same way that I believe. And that's perfectly fine. And if you want to know how I believe, Read some of my blogs. Watch some of my videos. If you can't figure it out, um, maybe I'm not doing a good enough job because I'm pretty sure you know that I lean to the side that is conservative. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I I am I, I don't I, I'm actually not affiliated with a public with a political party at all. I'm independent, and I do that for exact reasons that I know what my beliefs are and I know what I support and I know what I want and what I want in a government or not in a government. And, you know, in all honesty, like when, if we want to get into this whole conversation, like I could go down that rabbit hole, but I want less regulation because I feel like regulation hurts our economy. It hurts our government. It's what's caused everything else to fail in economics across the world. Whenever they overregulate, it makes it hard. And all we're doing right now is adding more regulations to our government. Like more and 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 more every freaking day, and it pisses me off. And my job is to help companies navigate the loopholes within the regulations of transportation because they put those loopholes in there for a reason. I firmly believe that. And if they don't put them in there, just keep putting them in because I love utilizing those loopholes. I'm 100% a loophole guy. We're getting off topic though. My point is, is like I've got to stay up to date on some of those trends and what's going on and like the news but I can't let it affect my life. Okay. So I know, I know that if you've been watching me for a while, you're probably like, Dan, you say you, you haven't watched the news in the last five years. hundred percent true. I haven't yet. I still know what Andrew Bush is doing to ruin their company. And I still know what that like, 
oh, what's that new carbonated water? Topo Chico is now like the fastest moving brand for carbonated water in the U.S. And I know that there's some other stupid water in a can called like Death Something that some idiot skateboarders came up with. I, I man, I'm somebody, I'm gonna get some backlash from this, but they put water in a can and marketed it, and they charged like four bucks for a can of water, and it's like water in a can. Like, what the heck? Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not up to date on, like, everything going on worldwide because I don't watch the news. But if you ask me a question, I'm able to tell you what's important. And I get that because I actually read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, is when that started. Right after I read that book, I stopped watching the news. Don't spend any time with that. I was like, man, this is totally making my life because it's sales. Like, they're selling you something. They've got to sell you fear in order to keep you involved in it. And so the people who watch the news every day, like I look at 90% of the people who watch the news every single day who have it on in their office all the time, they are living in a scarcity mindset. They're 100% scared of everything that's coming from the world at them, right? And that's not what I, that's not what I want in my life. I don't want to be scared. And I know that I can, now that I haven't watched it for so long, I know that I can see news and it almost aggravates me, which I don't like either because I look at it and I go, man, they're just scared you into believing this crap. It's not even true. How can anybody believe this bull that they're posting, right? But it happens all the time. Just like people believe social media posts that come from, I don't know who, anybody. But you know what I mean? Like, there's there's a lot of different things that go on there. So, what I want to do today is, like, I'm going to wrap this up. And I know that my energy level has come down. Like I told you in the very beginning of this podcast, it's been a long week. I've been getting up early, staying up late. And I, I'm usually in bed by, like, 10 o'clock. I've been going to sleep at, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock all week. And then getting up at, like, 5 o'clock every single morning, sometimes 4.30. And yesterday was super stressful flying home in the bumpy bumpy weather. Like it was gorgeous going into Page. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful going into Page. From Provo to Page and then from Page to Albuquerque and Albuquerque to home, the winds just kicked up and it just got worse and worse and worse to fly. But it was, it was a workout, man. If y'all have never flown, it's like your feet do this on the rudders, right? To keep it steady. And you're like, ah, and your hands are doing this to keep it from the wind blowing you from all over and they're going in and out. So it's a constant movement. So like my lower back is just shot. And then best thing, best thing about coming home yesterday was I got to see my beautiful wife and my awesome kids. But then I got home and I was like, Oh, the parts came in to change my brakes on my wife's car. And I was like, Oh, score. So you should check out the TikToks. I had some fun with those with my kids. I had my oldest one help me. And then my other one showed up. I had lots of fun recording those. It's just, I, I feel like I have a lot of fun when I do this stuff. And so that's why I continue to do it. I hope, I hope as I pivot here, <laughs> I hope that y'all have enjoyed this episode and I hope that you like it. And I hope that you're like, it, it, that you enjoy the energy that I have and that I bring in, in the way that it works and the way it flows because it's me. It's natural. None of this is scripted. Um, yeah, as I scratch my chest, I say none of it's scripted. It's not scripted at all. My my thought here is and my point is, is that as a leader, you can't live a scripted life. You can't script everything out in life. You have to be willing to grow. You have to embrace that mindset. You have to be open and have a growth mindset so that you can so that you can grow. And by adopting that growth mindset and emphasizing continuous learning and development, you can enhance your leadership skills, right? And then your success is limitless. I had somebody tell me the other day, I did a pitch and I said, with our software, the, the sky's the limit. There's no end as to where we can go. 
And you know what their response was? There's always an end. Every road comes to an end. Does it? Does it really? Do you realize that when you're in the middle of the road, though, that it comes to an end? Hopefully not. And the truth is, like, I feel that as long as we continue growing, there is no end. Think about this. If you started one road in California and you built it up to the top of Oregon and then you moved over 100 miles and then you came down to the bottom of Mexico, then you moved over 100 miles, you went back up to Canada and then into Alaska and then over and you continued to build that road. You continued to grow. Does that road ever have to come to an end? It never has to come to an end. So when somebody rains on your parade and they're like, nope, there's always a limit to everything. Bull crap. The only limit is you. The only limit is your mind. The only limit is what you're willing to do. You are the only thing standing in your way of being the best leader in the world. You are the only thing standing in your way of having the right mindset. You are the only thing stopping you from being ultra successful in life. And most of the time, most of the time, what stops us is what's between our ears. It's our own brain playing games on us. Napoleon Hill and Outwitting the Devil, the book, great book. You ever read Outwitting the Devil? Phenomenal book by Napoleon Hill. Definitely recommend you read it. I just read it not that long ago again for like the eighth time in two years. I love that book. It's so good. Anyways, um, what I learned... He talks about a lot of different things in that book, but um, we're our we're our own worst enemy, hundred percent all the time. And so, if you can get past that, if you can get past what's here between your ears, you can do anything, anything in this world. I need you to realize that. That's the reason I'm preaching this so hard is because I need you to realize that you are your own worst enemy in everything that you do. And if you can get past that, do whatever it takes to get past that. Do whatever it takes to figure it out. I struggle with this. And when I focus on the negative, what happens? All of my energy goes to the negative. But when I focus on the positive, all of my energy goes to the positive. And then I get growth because I see the light. Okay? So I'm going to leave you guys with this. I'm wrapping this up. I know they're running longer than they used to run. I apologize for that. But eh, get over it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Anyways, what I want to say is if you didn't like this, what are you still doing here? You just wasted a ton of your time. Knock that crap off. Get out of here. You don't need to listen to any more of these. If you did like it, subscribe and do me one favor. Can you share this podcast? Can you take a screenshot of it and share it with like five friends? Like personally send them a DM. Be like, dude, you should check this podcast out. This is perfect. You should, dude, you should like, here's a link. Check this one out. There's good, like they're getting better. Right, But if you share it with five friends for me, that would be phenomenal. Just five. You don't need to do more than that. Just five. Now, if you're an overachiever like I am, you can do like 50. Right? Be like, oh, man, you should that out. But make it personal messages to them. Don't be like, oh, chain message. Check out this podcast. No, be like, hey, dude, Joe, this part of this podcast really resonated with me. Right? The other thing I'm going to say is whenever you share it on social media, tag me. The real Dan Greer. Yep. Real Dan Greer on all platforms. You can find me at real, R-E-A-L, Dan, D-A-N, Greer, G-R-E-E-R. Yep, I figured out how to get all my platforms to have the same username. Ah. 
I know. Super easy. But <laughs> took me forever because I'm not super technical. Anyways, my point is, is tag me in it. Give me some love. I'll give you some love, right? And then share it with five friends. That's it. Just five. Can you do that for me? Can you do five friends? Okay. And that's it, man. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you learned a lot. I had a lot of fun recording it. So even if you didn't like it, I had a blast. Okay. And I can't wait to share more stuff with you as it rolls out. And the last thing I, I know, one last thing, one last thing. Are you ready? Very last thing ever. Well, maybe not ever, but very last thing for a minute. All right. Are you ready for this? I appreciate you guys. I truly do. Everybody who's watching this, everybody who's listening to this, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking time out of your day and listening to this because it means a lot to me that I'm not just like putting content down the world and nobody cares at all. It means a lot that somebody's listening to it and staying all the way to the end. And I appreciate that like drastically. And so I want to share some love with you. So if you listen to it all the way to this point and you feel so compelled, shoot me an email. Dan at eclipse-dot.com. Okay, shoot me an email and be like, hey, Dan, listen to your podcast all the way to the end. I'd love to open up a conversation with you and maybe have some one-on-one dialogue. Okay, sweet. That's it. That's where it's ending. Boom, cut me off. I got to go. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Thanks for